Welcome to Kingdom Testimony. This is Lisa, and we are going through the Minor Prophets, and we're on Hosea 3, and it's a really short chapter, five verses. Please go and listen to the introduction on how I am going through this Bible study. Um, I won't go into a lot of that here for those that have just that are just coming here to study the Word of God. We're looking at the minor prophets, and that's because they were shown what's going to take place in the latter days. Now, they probably thought the latter days was their day. God talking about destruction and all these things. But it's for every generation, including ours. So Hosea 3, using... Um, the King James Version, but taking out the, the, thy, thou, those. Verse 1, Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel, who look to other gods and love flagons of wine. Okay, flagons. Remember we have the King James Version open with the Strong's Concordance, a flagon is also can be with a cake of raisins. <clears throat> so they're feasting. But he says, go love woman, beloved friend. Now we're looking at just the words that were given in the Hebrew that the Strong's Concordance focuses on. The rest are all filler words for context and clarity by the guys in the 1600s for King James, for the Catholic Church. What's really being said here is go, love a woman, beloved friend. So he's saying, take, take this woman, a second wife, who is an adulteress, but who is your friend. It is a beloved friend, even though she is into idolatry. So Hosea says, he bought her to me for 15 pieces of silver and for a homer of barley and a half homer of barley. So he had to go buy this woman. And I said unto her, you shall abide for me or with me many days. You shall not play the harlot. You shall not be for another man. So will I also be for you. Okay, abide with me many days, harlot. Um be for another man. I don't know what, what does that mean, but basically this is his wife and he's saying, stop your adulteries. Stop. So in verse four, it says that the Lord, now the Lord is saying this, for the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king, without a prince, without a sacrifice, without an image, without an ephod, and without teraphim. Okay, now the withouts, I'm sorry to say, don't have a Strong's word with them. So they will abide many days, king, prince, sacrifice, image, ephod, teraphim. Um, and they will be without those things if they are taken away, if they are taken away captive. Uh, and uh, it also says without teraphim. What is teraphim? A healer, a family idol. Oh yeah, Tara wasn't Tara was uh, Abraham's father that had all those idols. 
Yes. Um, so they will be without any of those things when the Lord judges them. Sounds like he's saying when you're taken captive by these idols or another another um, Philistines, you know, another army, another nation. Verse 5, Afterward shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord their God and David their king and shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days. Latter is end posterity in the future. So at this time, Hosea is trying to demonstrate that this is what's going to happen. You will lose everything, your, your sacrifices without an image, H4676, without, well, it's an idol. So apparently they were deep in idolatry. And he's saying, you're going to lose all these things, but then I will bring you back. And it's the same thing as chapter 2, what he was saying in chapter 2. He's going to bring them back after he strips away all of their idols. He's going to bring them back in his goodness. Now the Lord does these things because he's a good God. He's a good God. And he wants us to spend eternity with him. But if he said, well, he has said over and over, told the children of Israel, stop sinning, stop doing this, stop it, stop it, stop it. I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. Commandment number one. And they couldn't even keep that one. Moses wasn't even down from the, from the mount yet. And Aaron, his brother, the high priest, well, who would become the high priest, has taken all of the gifts that the Israel, the Egyptians gave him to get him out of their land, melted all this stuff down, the gold, and they're worshiping a bull calf. That's what they're doing. Moses was gone for 40 days, and they're like, well, he ain't coming back. You know, they saw the lightning. They heard the thunder. They saw what was going on up there. Maybe they thought Moses was being judged, and they were scot-free. I don't know. But they talked Aaron, who would become the high priest. That's God's goodness. They talked Aaron into making this, this calf statue for them to worship. It's just so crazy. Would we have done the same thing? Probably. We're all, we're all the same of the same fallen humanity. So there you go. That's Hosea 3. So I'm putting up three of these today, um, Sunday, October 22nd, 2022. And, um, but I'll be doing these on Sundays now. And um, like I said, listen to the intro between Hosea 1 and 2 if you want to know any more about that stuff. And um, you can also follow me on WordPress with my blog, Professing Christians. It is professingchristians.wordpress.com, I believe, where on there, um, I'm not doing so much Bible studies. I'm doing more of um, going through what the Holy Spirit leads me to write about on the blog. And so that's what I put on the blog, and then sometimes I put them on 
a podcast, I think that's on Acast, where I will read blog posts. And sometimes I do YouTube. I haven't been doing a lot of that. I'm kind of running out of time but during the week. But there you have it. So that's Hosea 3. And that's my goal is to, with this podcast, is to study the Word of God, study it out. King James, but readable King James, but let's really dig into those words that James Strong, inspired through God and the Holy Spirit, what he painstakingly did was take the words that were given from these old prophecies, which are still active today, alive and active. It is the Word of God. And James Strong painstakingly somehow had those manuscripts and he said, these are the words that were given. And then the guys in the 1600s made the translation, the first translation out of them. But we have those words and we can study those words for ourselves. So thank you for joining me today. And until next time, you have your own testimony and I pray that you share it with other people and stay in the word of God. Have a blessed day.